calm the fuck down. Everyone chill out. Relax. Relax, everybody. Okay, you're here and you're listening to another episode of Loud About Nothing. Okay, 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 okay. It's me. It's your boy. It's that fucking party body, bro. Okay, that fucking smoke show. Okay, Seabass Provolone himself, the hottest dude in the freaking podcast game, Sebastian motherfucking Canelli. <laughs> okay, relax. Everyone chill the fuck out. He's here. He's looking cute. He's looking cute. And you know what? I'll tell you this. Normally, I'm only hyping up his fucking looks. He's been making me feel good on the inside too lately. You know what I mean? Bro? <laughs> lately, lately, he's been making me feel soft on the inside like a ooey gooey cake. Okay. Not only does he have the looks, but his personality is coming along, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Give it up for the cute boy himself, Robbie boy. Robbie, say what's up. What's up? Thanks, Sebastian. <laughs> of course, bro. Of course. You're making me feel nice sometimes. I got to make sure that you remember that, you know? I try. I try to be there for my friends. You make me feel nice, too. Oh, you better fucking believe it. You better <laughs> believe I make you feel nice. I make you feel nice all the time. I make yeah, you 24-7. I'm on the I phone know. with you, and, and I'm helping you make grocery lists. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> you literally they teach me how to cook while I'm making the grocery list. That 100%. is very nice. And this is what the kid literally says to me. He goes, he goes, he goes. What do I like again? That's what he says to me. I never eat it. Robbie, no, because we talked about what I should buy when I eventually go to the grocery. He goes, he goes what do I like again? Like we're a fucking 80 year olds couple. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like we're going to Charlie Brown Steakhouse and we're at the yeah. salad bar and he's overwhelmed by the options. He goes, hey, sweetie, what do I like again out of this stuff? That's what he says to me. That's yeah, what he exactly. says. The waiter at the wedding comes over. They, they, they're like, do you want peg and penne or rigatoni? And, and, and he Babe, goes, what do I like again? I forget. I don't know. And you just go, he likes the penne, the penne. Okay. <laughs> this is what's happening. Of course I'm here for you. I'm teaching you about spinach, fucking minced garlic, making yeah. sure you get that shit nice. And the kid goes, he goes to me, he goes, I don't know if I could do chicken. This is how the bar is low for Robbie's cooking. He doesn't yeah. know if he could do chicken. And I'm like, yo, baby, you could do you could do chicken, bro. You could do chicken. Yeah, and he goes, I do. don't know. I literally am saying this to him before I go. You could do chicken. He goes, I don't know. He's like, what if it's dry? I go then get some stuff. We'll put some sauce on it. We'll do some cheese. And this is me hyping up meals. I will never even see, smell or taste. OK, <laughs> I am putting more energy into the meals Robbie's eating than the meals I am eating at home. I will say it is why. You you like explained to me where the minced garlic was in the realm of the grocery store. You gave me like a very detailed explanation. And I was like, fuck, I got to get it now because he went out of his way to like give me a whole walkthrough. I'm pretty bad at directions. So I was like, fuck, whatever. So I was in the store and I like turned around and it just was in my face. It just said minced garlic. And I was like, it's almost like you're like uh, my Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> I, felt like, that's I it. felt like you were my guardian angel that just like put it there for me. I was like, oh, and that's nice. And you found it nice and easy then. Yeah, I got it nice and easy because it would just happen to be like in my vision of sight when I was listening to the music and I turned around and it just was there. And I was like, oh, wow. Like I wasn't even looking for it. 
Oh, that's so nice. I'm so happy you found the minced garlic. I'll tell you this. <laughs> all, all these fucking hotties out there, if you fuck with garlic powder, that's great. I love it. My, I remember in middle school, my dad had to pull me to the side. He goes, hey, Sebastian. He goes, you've been eating a lot of garlic powder? I go, I go, yeah, yeah, dad. I like the garlic powder. And he goes, yeah, you're fucking, I could smell it dripping from your pores, Sebastian. Yeah. He's like, you got to give that shit a chill. We had twins been- in my middle school. They were teachers. They were like old twins they both of them never got married they lived alone they did all these things alone they ran okay, they don't, were like don't make staples them too of hot, the town okay don't make no they were they hot. were probably like in their 60s by the time i had them but they okay. their claim to fame was they reeked of garlic <laughs> <laughs> and like you had one of them and like it his room smelled like fucking deep gar- i think they ate just raw garlic for lunch every day and i gotta tell you this if you smell if you could if you could be like this person smells like garlic while you're in new jersey that person really smells yeah. like garlic you know <laughs> what everybody i mean everybody has a base layer every, there's a certain yeah. garlic level you get when you cross the outer bridge okay bro yeah. there's a certain level of fucking we just call them knots we go yeah let me get a couple of knots because you yeah. just rub it on your shirt and that's yeah. how they get the fucking garlic bro wow that must have been some sticky ass garlic no yeah, but, it was all the hotties out there, minced garlic. We're doing the, we're doing the, we're doing straight fucking cooking tips right now. Yeah. Minced garlic is phenomenal. You just take a little <laughs> spoon, you throw it in the pan. It's like you don't even have to push the fucking garlic cloves down. None of that bullshit, right? Garlic and because garlic cloves are so annoying. It's like a vegetable that has a fucking wrapper on it. You know, it's a starburst of fucking uh, accoutrements. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we don't need you to wrap every clove, motherfucker. Okay, save some paper for the environment, garlic cloves. <laughs> But this is nice. You're yeah, you're helping me out. Uh, people, we actually got a review of somebody that was like, oh, Sebastian does a good job of giving his, wait, wait, his young boy wait. courage or whatever. What? Let me read it. Yeah, read the review. Don't fucking. Uh, yeah, this is it. Now we're doing this. We're This is it. We're officially we're stooping to the level where we're reading reviews on the podcast. OK, yeah. So <laughs> leave some reviews <laughs> and maybe you'll get featured on the podcast. So this and one, Sebastian and son. Great. I Who think, is I think I'm son. I th- I think you are son, unless yeah. S O N, not S U N. Very good, very because good. Because okay. I could see somebody be like Sebastian and son. You're such a star. You're such a star that you become before the son. Re- remember, re- remind me of son after you t- read the review. I want to tell a story. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Read the read the thing. Sebastian is so funny, and his young Woo! son question mark sidekick <laughs> is very charming for his young boy age. And it's nice how Sebastian tries to give him confidence by complimenting his looks. <laughs> so he teaches me things. He teaches me. Who, wait, who's the review from? Garlic. Ike Light. Ike Light. Ike Light. Thank you for the shout out. Please, I'm hyping my son up. You know, I make sure to get rid of all the mirrors in the house so I could just tell him how good he looks. So then he, yeah. he gets no fucking confirmation at for himself. So he has no fucking idea. Okay. Yeah, that he is, is some psychopathic. Uh, yeah. I was going to say R. Kelly <laughs> shit, but let's not. Let's not. We got that no matter what. Yeah. Okay. 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 Because R. Kelly, I just want to say R. Kelly, we're fucking pushed to drive now. Okay. We, we, there's no fucking ignition anymore. Okay. We're fucking pushed to drive. Okay. Remix to ignition has been canceled in the it's wake of push canceled. to drive. It's been canceled for push to drive. You stupid fuck. Okay. Right. So stay in your fucking house or we're bringing your ass to jail. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got another one that I thought was pretty funny talking about middle school, the Malaras. Um, so it goes, middle school is totes hard. That's the name of the review. Robbie, and who's I was probably a Teflon boogeyman. Ooh, I love that. 
The Teflon Boogeyman, bro. So the Teflon Boogeyman says, Robbie, I was probably in junior high before you were even born. But I remember it's hard. But focus on what's important. Get good grades. Join the poetry club. You'll meet girls there. Those girls will teach you how to hold your weed. And when you get to third base on the bus ride home from after school, don't ask if she came. Just make sure oh you've gotten God. the cures into disintegration in your Walkman and your earbuds are clean and ready to be shared. Wow. Fire review. Fire review. Yeah, this is the advice I need. This is exactly what See, we're I never would have known. I, I would have been clueless as to who's going to show me where to hold my weed, how to hold my weed. And the reviews I'll tell you come this. through. They say it's the girls. You, I was asking the boys. To... I'm just walking around middle school. All my boys, I'm like, can you show me how to hold weed? Can you show me how to hold weed? I had no idea. I should be asking the girls. No. They just want to, your boys just give you Specifically advice. Specifically, the girls in Poetry Club. Yes, this is great advice. Please keep writing in. Please give keep giving my baby boy. Please, he needs advice. We need to help him out, okay? Because he's doing okay over Zoom because I'm fucking, I'm under the table fucking Roxanne and that shit. You know what I mean, bro? I'm helping him out with the fucking middle school Zoom. But what, once we take this shit to in person, once the vaccine comes along, he's going to need all the advice that can, he could get. So please, please help. Help. Please keep writing five-star reviews. Okay, I want to talk about Sun. So, S-U-N. When I was five years old, Right. I was five years old. Believe it or not, I was a little boy at one time. And uh, oh, I was so cute. I was so fucking cute, bro. You know, and it, I wonder what age I switched from hot to cute. Eh, we'll figure that out another day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what age you stopped being cute and you were just hot. And I just became a smoke show. I wonder. I think it was last year. Um. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways, Um. it was my first. My mom saw me. My my dad used to sing. Uh, he was a singer songwriter, right? Uh, back in the day. In, oh, in I the, didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was uh, a singer songwriter. Yeah, he had an album with highlights. Um, you know, like the uh, children's magazine. No, I did not know that. Yeah, he had a high, uh, album with highlights. He did had regular albums, but he had an album with highlights where he sang all of uh a bunch of songs that he wrote and we would listen in the car and we would sing all the songs that he would that it, oh, it was I like used my to dad. have highlights all the time i love yeah. this yeah yeah. yeah yeah yeah. i used to have this so basically so uh, what well, whatever so he was that so uh when i was a kid my parents like pushed music on us big B music was a big thing so when i was five my older sister was in music that she's like and i i was like i want to do piano yada yada and my mom's like okay we're gonna let him do piano you know and so finally it was time for the recital and I was singing Raffi. You know Raffi? No. Baby Beluga. You don't know Baby Beluga? In the deep blue sea, swim so high and swim so free. Heaven above and the sea below. And no, I don't know this, but anyways, you sang it. Okay. Well, Wait, I so you would that. sing at your piano recitals? I was singing and playing already. Oh, I, I would just play. I did also piano from a young age, from kindergarten to like sophomore year of high school. And yeah. I would never sing. No, I was I was all about I was already into like, what's the fastest way for me to skyrocket at yeah. grand staff music? <laughs> I was I, I had my mind on my money and my money on my mind. I was okay, embarrassed bro? to sing. That was one thing that I was always embarrassed of. Well, here's the deal. I would practice. I would practice and I go, I had to sing Mr. Sun. Right. And I was five years old and I would go, oh, Mr. Sun, Sun, Mr. Golden Sun. And, and everyone's like, OK, Sebastian, come on, come on. You could do it. Right. 
I was dead. My mom was so fucking worried. She, she goes, my, my mom, she tells the story. She goes, I was going to be mortified. I'm like, I look back. I'm like, I was five years old, mom. I got up there. You should have been mortified. Yeah, you know? yeah, She's yeah. like, I would have been fucking dead if my son didn't go up there and crush Mr. Son yeah. at the fifth grade <laughs> recital. If my son wasn't the most fucking talented five-year-old, if he didn't fucking uh, uh, demolish Mr. Son, I would have been mortified, right? Was she a stage so mom? Was she a stage? Yeah. She had the uh, secret. She wasn't uh, vocal. Like she wasn't vocal in front of people, but we got in the van and we got it. We, we oh, got OK. So she wasn't you know going I mean? to the director of a play being like, my son needs more line. Like she let it all no, work itself no, out no, in no. the wild. And then at home is where at your home. craft was refined. Uh, the craft was refined at home. And so we would practice at home and I wouldn't do anything. Finally, the recital day comes along. It's coming to stage now. Sebastian Canelli. Singing Raffi's hit song, Mr. Sun. Ding, 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 ding. I walk up to the stage, okay? I think I'm wearing an all-white suit with a oh, neon green yeah. tie. Do you, and, do you and have, I a have a picture of this? Yeah. I have a picture. We'll fucking throw that picture down. I think it's a neon green tie and a neon green, like, uh, uh, Le- Le- Legend of Bagger Vance hat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I looked fucking, I was straight. I think I actually looked like an extra from uh, uh, Big Pimpin', the fucking Jay-Z music <laughs> video, bro. I looked good, okay? Let's okay. just put it out there, right? I think after this, I was going to hit up the, hit up my boys and we were going to drink some Ciroc and I was going to get some booty claps in my face, <laughs> okay? That's how good I looked. Okay. Either I was a little boy dressed by his mom or I fucking straight up sold rocks, okay? There was two <laughs> options for this outfit. And who knew? So I walked to the stage. Everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure everyone was confused. They were like, wait, is he a drug dealer? <laughs> no one knew what to make of me. You yeah. know what I mean? And I just I just broke my ankle, so I had a cane. So everyone was they like, They were probably Damn. very confused by your song choice then. So I walk on the stage. I got a limp. You know, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm walking up. Fucking, I don't know what you heard about me. I'm fucking like, I got entrance music walking on. I stand there all shy. I'm looking down. And then the woman, uh, Jackie, she starts playing the piano. So you're not playing and singing at the same time? No, not when I was five. Oh, okay. That was a little bit later. And then so she starts playing, and I go like this. I go, oh, Mr. Sun, Sun. And I start doing fucking choreo, bro, that I invent (laughs) in the moment. (laughs) Fucking twists and turns in my white pimp suit, bro, with my neon tie. That's awesome. Until I'm on one knee pointing towards the sky going, please shine down on me. Wait, so standing you always o, had a neck and always standing had a neck. Oh, bro. Day. I got a standing Jackie O when I was five years old as a and fucking that, Was that your first time on stage that you could first remember? First time on stage. First time performing. First time performing. That's beautiful. Do you have a video of it? No, no, no. That's my un- dad. That's unfortunate. My dad recorded over it because he wanted to make sure that he had the uh, the uh, edited version of Goodfellas in the house. You know, he had the DVD, no but he wanted to make sure he had the edited version, too. You know what I'm saying, bro? He just wanted to know in case people when they were sitting around quoting it, he wanted to know which which version we do. And he wanted to know he could play both lanes. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> there, there's home videos of me that I didn't even know about until like my aunts or other people in my family told about that. I would like do singing dance numbers of to like Elmo or Barney. And I would like make my parents film me. And I was like, I definitely had a liking to this at a young age. That was mm-hmm. ignored to some extent. I did play yeah. piano, but I, 
was like I obviously wanted to do that. I would do, I guess, little song and dance numbers a lot. And that would make 100%. my parents film me to do this whole like we would do it. But I don't remember. But well, that was my sisters were into my sisters were theater girls. So I was just kind of dragged along for the ride. I know I'm I'm rewatching. I'm watching a series about high school musical because I like high school musical. But it's uh-huh. making me think how I never we we disagree on this where you did theater and you think it's for losers and I didn't do theater and I wish I kind of did. I had like the confidence to just sing. I yeah. I mean, it is for losers. You know what I mean? <laughs> People that are reliving anyone if you talk to anyone and they tell you the roles they played in high school, they have nothing going on, okay? That is the equivalent. I don't care, I'm shooting, shots fired, okay? Shots are fired. If you ask them, what's your favorite role? And they say, oh, I loved being Mrs. Hannigan in sophomore year at fucking uh, Bridgewater of fucking high, they're a fucking loser, okay? I guess it's like like watching the NFL and reliving plays that you had in high school. Yes. It's, a, it's, the, it's same the, thing. the same thing. And you know what? Theater kids are the most hypocritical of anyone that played a sport that's like, oh, yeah, it was great that year when I came second place in states. It's the same thing when you're reliving being like being like, I remember I was nicely, nicely Johnson and fucking guys and dolls. And I did all three performances. <laughs> I didn't miss a line. Nobody cares. OK, do something new. Yeah. OK, <laughs> resumes need to be deleted. Res- Honestly, you should have to take shit off your resume every eight years. That's not every, a bad. That's a pretty good uh, yeah, rule of thumb in life. If your resume. What have you done for me lately? If your resume is in 2000 and then start with a one afterwards, fucking delete it, bro. OK, damn, Sebastian so only cares care. about what you've done for him lately. You're only as care. good as your last thought. You're only as good as your last. No, not even your, because you could have fucked up your last thing, but it has to be within the last five, seven years. Yeah, that's not what else we talk. People are getting. I mean, Cobra Kai just came back after 30 years. Ralph Macchio and that guy didn't have a single hit in between. And they got, you know why they did it? Because it fucking vanished off their resume. They go, oh, shit, we need something new. You know what I mean? They're playing by my rules. These people, nostalgia is playing by my rules. And that's why Sex in the City is coming back and they're going to be hotter than ever, okay? Someone bring the KY because these old ladies need it. (laughs) Okay, bro. (laughs) I love about this new Sex in the City. One, I I love Sex in the City. I've seen them all. My parents canceled HBO when I was a kid because I would watch it. And uh, as my mom would say, he would get all flushed in the face. We can't have our son, our only son, being not flushed in the face. My son, I'll tell you this. If if he's going to be getting flushed in the face, it's not going to be over these old old New York women, okay? <laughs> <laughs> There's, it's going to have to be real for him to get flushed. Yes. We Can can't I tell you this? Getting flushed. Yeah. You might as well not take shit away from, from adolescent boys and girls because we're no, going to find agree. a way. We're going to find. I was sneaking in. I remember in the middle of the night, I would sneak in to look at the JCPenney catalog. Why? The JC, I would look at Sears models. It oh. didn't matter, bro. It didn't yeah. matter. Okay. We're going to find it no matter what. So you I might know. as well. It's honestly, well. I remember me and my cousin, my grandma must have had hundreds of movies in like her basement in like the archives. Mm-hmm. And me and my cousin went through every one and saw if they were rated R and then watched them on Fast <laughs> to see if there's any boobs in them. We went through, we literally went through over a hundred movies. We would first be like, are they rated R or X? 
And then if they were in the R or X, we got them down to a pile and then we would watch them all on after my grandparents went to sleep. Yes. We would watch them all on fast forward until maybe there's boobs. So I know there's like random boobs in like some random ass like yes. old timey movies. Dude, like, see I've... no evil, hear no evil. I remember that. We we found boobs in that one. But also like 80% of the movies had no boobs. Most movies that don't have boobs. And we would go through just on fast forward. And like it was probably on triple speed. So you're still sitting there for 25. Th- Remember like the old VCRs you would have to fast forward. You we used to do work. It. We used to do work. Yeah, back in the it day. was crazy. So you, that is funny. Yeah, you will find it if you really want to find it. Did I, I've jerked off to movies that are embarrassing, bro. I've jerked <laughs> off to embarrassing movies. I, did I ever tell you about the time I left the movie theater to go jerk off in the bathroom when I was with my family? No. <laughs> Oh God! You have to look. You You have to look up. I got too horny in the movie theater, and this. And you jerked off in the AMC bathroom. I went in the AMC bathroom and I jerked off in one of the stalls alone. Oh my! I like waited till. Oh God! Oh God! I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Um. There wasn't even boobs. If you were seeing it in the movie theater, it was. It was. It was with my family. I. It was. Uh, Cold. Cold Mountain. Cold Mountain. 2003. <laughs> 2003. Wait, what does that put you at? 17? That, no, 2003? I was uh, 13 or 14. 14. Yeah, 13 or 14 years old. Oh, my God. A Civil War movie. It was a Civil War movie with fucking Philip. Read the cast out loud. Uh, Everyone Nicole needs to know. Kidman. <laughs> Nicole, I mean, Nicole Nikki Kidman, Kidman is, is she's a very beautiful It woman. was not the Nicole Kidman scene. that, that Renee Zellweger? No, it was not the Renee Zellweger scene. I'll tell you what scene it was, and I'll, I'll when you say the person's name, I'll go ding, ding, ding. Okay, All keep right. going. So let's start. Jude Law, the main lead. Nicole no. Kidman, Renee no. Zellweger, Eileen Atkins. No. Brendan Gleeson, who I think has the nicest voice maybe in all of Hollywood. I could listen to that man speak, and I might have to go turn off in the bathroom. I think he has the most beautiful voice in all of ho- working Hollywood. He's got a beautiful voice. Keep going. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ding, 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 ding. No. <laughs> Natalie right. Portman. No, that's, I'm not lying, bro. It was just Philip Seymour Hoffman. It was a combination. It was him and two women. Oh, Philip like Seymour two Hoffman. extras. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, but it was Philip Seymour Hoffman's sex scene. Literally riled me up to a degree next to my sharing Twizzlers with my family that I had to walk out of the theater. <laughs> he was like, I can't deal with this. This this is too much of an This will be too much pain for me to have to deal with. I, mean, I can't get rid of this right now. I was scared to watch Along Came Polly. I did not know what it was going to do to my sexual system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? I never seen the Hunger Games. I don't want to have to waste a weekend just having to run back and forth from the bathrooms all all night long. Okay. I don't think you know what the Hunger Games are about. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Oh. oh. But Sex in the City's back. And you know what I love about it? Samantha refuses to do it. I've never seen Sex. I I saw just the pilot. That's all my knowledge of Sex in the City. All right. Well, I know uh, there's four women and Mr. Big. So what's Samantha's deal? She's the slutty one. Oh, she's the promiscuous one. Excuse me. Let me say it that way. Right. Uh, but you know why she doesn't want to do it? She goes, I hate these girls in real, in real IRL, life. I hate these girls. <laughs> I don't want to fucking pretend to be their friends. 
That's amazing. <laughs> it's truly amazing. I love that we're at a point where actors refuse to even act. If they're, if literally, if everything doesn't line up perfectly, actors refuse to act now. And this is, so, we're in such a beautiful state of mind. You know what I mean? It's literally, this woman says, I hate these women so much that I can't pretend to be their friends. She's, turned, she's probably act. turned down a fat paycheck too. She definitely turned down a fat paycheck. And no offense to Samantha, I don't know what else she's doing. I mean, what's her name? Uh, uh, who's the one that ran for Cynthia Nixon? Cynthia Nixon's still doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. She is not. I mean, I'm sure she's getting paid handsomely still from Sex in the City and like can probably just live off of that. Yes. But and she might. I, I maybe she's like, I'm tired. All these reboot. There's a lot of reboot stuff going on. I mean, it is nostalgia. But what is the, the truthful, funny part about it is if there were four best friends, you know, honestly, only one of them not being there is fucking light for real yeah, life. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's tough to keep four people that close for that long. It's tough. Everyone out there, think of your high school friends. How many do you actually have anymore? Right? I have a lot. Shut up, Robbie. You're an anomaly. <laughs> I, okay? I, I am. I have learned that. I love my high school friends. I yeah, shut great. the fuck up, okay? You're such a fucking if you're simp. listening, I love you guys. I hate you. I hate you, right? <laughs> I think if we wanted to do Sex in the City realistically, right? What is it, 20 years later now? Yes. One of them will be dead. Two of them wouldn't be talking to each other. One of them would neither. None of them would be in the city. And if only one would be remaining, right? Oh, especially now. None of them especially. would. Four of them, zero of them would be in the city. Trust especially me, I was in the city now. for most of the pandemic. People that were the sex in the city type were not in the city. No. Sex in the city, it would be literally sex in the city, parentheses, my Hamptons mansion. You know yes. what I'm saying? <laughs> Hamptons, <laughs> Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. Ham yeah. Yeah. I'm on the bay, you know? Yeah. What? But it'd be nice. Nostalgia's back, bro. Yeah, we called, we truly are... called it. We, we called 2021 was a year of nostalgia. The world is falling apart, Robert. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It is so crazy. Never in my life did I think I would see people from my high school who never paid attention in class, who drove pickup trucks and spit dip during English class come full circle and be self-proclaimed experts on George Orwell's 1984. It is wild. It's crazy. It is wild. Why are people... The world is literally falling apart in every single direction, okay? I know. And people like that storm in the Capitol yeah. are, quoting, are quoting English literature that they were supposed to read in the ninth grade that they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Got the spark notes and still failed the test. Yeah. Okay. So I don't That's know why. Wild. I don't know why. Honestly, if you I wish they would have paid more attention to biology class. They're experts. They're all yes. now. It's so weird to see so many people now become these fucking experts about shit that they did not do in high school and have not done any education since high school. And now they're no. all these experts about. And I was kind of nerdy in high school. You know what? When I saw the images of people storming the Capitol, I go, this is a liberal arts group. I said, this is all people that like the liberal arts and love literature. You know, yeah. I, I go, I go straight from the library to the Capitol steps. Yeah. Right. Because I know they all had the fucking George Orwell's book in their back pocket. Yeah. Okay. All I'm saying is that we got to be careful for the people in Long Island if they get their hands on the Great Gatsby, bro. Okay. Yeah. You, you think we should be, I'm worried about the wilds. 
Because they, these motherfuckers might read fucking George Thoreau and they might be going to fucking Walden's Pond protesting that shit, okay? Yeah, yeah. We did not realize how much these people loved English literature. <laughs> I know. I don't think, I mean, it's wild. It's wild. No, to they see. don't. We know, we know they don't. We know. No, that I don't think they've read fucking, it at all. I think they I don't just, think they did either. It's so, it is very, it's sad. I mean, I think this is going to be the hardest month. I think. This this stretch is going to be the toughest, I think, as far as people dying. I hope yep. that in a month, maybe the vaccine gets rolled out a little bit more, which I'm like craving the vaccine. I've never used some people crave cheese or chocolate. I'm like craving this fact. I just want, of course, uh, some never, sense of normalcy, I guess. You, you know, when you're a little kid and you, you only hear about kissing a girl or a boy yeah. kissing someone and you just want that taste on your lips. Yeah. You just want the taste. You, you don't even know what it is yet. You don't even know what the flavor is. You don't know if it's soft or hard. You you go in the mirror and you push, push your lips against the mirror and you press on it. You go, it feels hard, but am I just feeling my finger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the vaccine is to me. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm sticking, I'm sticking empty needles in my arm every other night, <laughs> bro. I'm just prepping. I, what's I'm the, that last vaccine you got? How long ago? Tetanus? Yeah, I think mine was like 10 years ago, HPV. And I was afraid. I'm I'm afraid of shots. I do not like vaccines. I've never liked them. If I had a doctor's appointment, I would know two weeks in advance. I would be anxious. Okay. I even in college, I like had to go with my friends. I was anxious. I'm like, didn't sleep for days leading. I was just I never liked shot. I cannot wait to get this fucking shot. I can't wait either, bro. I think this summer is oh it, just in New York City in general is going to be very fun. I cannot wait. I I cannot wait. I think that we need to get through this next month. I think that shit is going to be so sad. I think that shit is going to be literally so depressing. I know. I hope that the news doesn't somehow continue to get worse. I hope that we've hit the bottom of that. And Trump kind of just like they hit him where it hurts. You saw that. What do you mean? They're removing. He, He was. I saw like a report today that he got word that he's might be impeached. And that whatever the people are turning on him and that the PGA, his his golf event was going to be canceled in 2022. And the report was like, he's upset about the impeachment, but he's really, really gutted that he found out that his golf event was canceled. Good. No, I know. Of course. Hit him where it hurts. You know, everyone. We should literally we should take fucking hair dye off the fucking market. You know what I'm saying, bro? (laughs) We should hit him for a little bit. Everyone take one for the team. Right? Well, yeah, no, no spray tans for, t- for the rest. No of spray tans. Let's. Hey, can we? Can spray tan companies? Can we ban Trump? Can we hit Trump? Yeah, this where is, it this hurts? is. He's not his man. Ban him from drive-throughs. His Brand, main ban hobby is yeah, exactly his. He doesn't. Politics was just like a little side gig that he was trying to do, but the, yes. the real stuff. <laughs> now that the real stuff is being stripped from him, yeah. Good. That's what I'm saying. Get rid of his fucking KFC and his fucking Burger King and McDonald's, right? If he was banned from drive-thrus, that would be epic, right? COVID's getting scary, too. Yeah, we got the new UK. You know what? We sit... Robbie and I go, let's do an episode. I go, what the fuck am I going to talk about? What am I happy about? I'm playing off when we were teenagers. That's what we we devolved to our most basic forms. We literally were like, we don't know what to talk about this week because the world is so crazy. And we end up on jerking off. I'm pulling out a story. Mr. My grandma's jerking off off from as a teenager. 
I'm literally talking about jerking off 15 years ago when I told people to get shit off their resume. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling jerk off stories from my childhood. The UK variants. It's scary. It's 50% more transmittable. I know, which is crazy. I mean, I guess you got to just wear the mask and that's it. You got to wear your mask, put your head down and fucking hope that you make, uh, make it to the summer. Yeah. But it'll be the golden summer, hopefully. We have to keep hope that this summer is literally going to be fucking epic. Yeah. And tell, yeah, call, um, keep telling your friends about the podcast so we can do shows for you guys this summer. We really want to meet people. Like, yeah, we want to meet people that listen to the show. We want to do shows for people that will have cool live get. Like, we, are planning to hopefully do some. We got plans. Stuff. We got plans. Yeah, we do we're, have some plans. And and I know all you fools are going to come out because we're going to fucking make it a party, right? So we're going to make it a whole fucking thing, yeah. right? It, it ain't going to be just a show, you know? We're going to be going. To, it's going to be awesome. It'll it's be, gonna awesome. be phenomenal because I'm excited for this summer because I've had great summers before in the past. One year I went away. I went away four weeks out of the eight weeks in high school in the summertime. And now, it was where did you go? Great. Lake George. I feel like Lake George is the official vacation for Staten Island. <laughs> no, and I didn't Disney. go to Lake George. I didn't go to Lake George. It was, I think I went away one week with my family to Disney that nice. summer, right? So we went to Disney World. I remember my parents, they were walking. I had the best pickle in my life. Phenomenal. This pickle, I, I still remember this pickle to this day. I can't tell you the name of every girl I fucked, but I can tell you the name of where I got this pickle. Okay. And I'm where so sorry. It? There's one girl that just slips my mind and I cannot remember her name to save my life. It keeps me up at night. It keeps me up at night because I'm not even a playboy. Right. Right. I don't even have to take both socks off to figure out how many girls I fucked. Okay, bro. All I'm saying is like, I can't remember this girl's name and it keeps me up at night. Okay, bro. Where'd you get, where's the pickle? Where did you get the pickle? This pickle Frontierland in Disney world. Okay. (laughs) I was in Frontierland. I remember sweaty. I was was on the Florida heat, you know, and the water wasn't quenching my, it wasn't quenching it. My mom goes, ah, you need some. You, let's get a snack, you know? And, and my dad goes, you know, it's good. A pickle in the hot summer. A pickle's a good snack. So I go, yeah, I'll get a pickle. I go, I'm a big man. I'll eat a pickle, you know, right? I go to this guy. He's dressed as fucking uh, uh, Davy Crocker or some shit like that. You know, he's got the stupid fucking, he's got the stupid uh, raccoon hat and the fucking He's committed chaps. to his job. He's committed to the cell. I love how committed everybody in Disney World is to making it. Dis- I also love Disney World. Me too. <laughs> I'm. We'll get loud about that another time. We'll but get loud I about love this. Disney World. I like so Disney World much. too. I am such a little child on the inside. I don't know if the I audience know. realizes, but I, I am a I would little bit. I would go to Disney World and literally the first two times I went, just get autographs. And then I would bring my autograph book around to like fam. I would not leave my house in Jersey without my autograph book because I would show all these people who I met. And I'd be like, I met Buzz Lightyear. Like I was only allowed <laughs> to watch. I was like so enamored by the fact that I met these people in the movies and this like magical land and they could you all be s- together in the same i would put on shows that all the different people from all the different movies would be i was like a young 
I should have been a filmmaker. This whole Marvel universe. I was making universes when I was you were making four, five years universe. old. I was making universes. You were fucking. You were the Ari Gold of fucking the yeah, Disney autograph <laughs> book, bro. Okay, let's be honest. You were name dropping. You were going I to was. fucking. You were going to fucking exactly. Thanksgiving, and they go, "Hey, Robbie, what's going on? How's the third grade?" And you go, "How's the third grade? You, why don't you tell that to my friend, Mister Woody and Mrs. Swite Snow White, because yeah. they are two friends I met this." Summer, right? Yeah. Jafar, he was a little mean at first, but I won him over in the end. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, exactly. I was name dropping. You That's were name dropping. Funny. Yeah, you were a name dropper from day one, bro. Yeah. You're like, you go to school and be like, yeah, that's a funny movie. You know, I, you know, actually, I met Simba in real life. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. He wasn't as big as you think he'd be, right? Yeah. You were fucking name dropping even then. You were and I had the, the proof, you know, like some people will name drop and then they'll show you the phone and the picture. The whole. It's like, I don't really care. I was I was worse. I was that I had the auto. Imagine if I did that today with an autograph book. You, you practically do with club promoters. I <laughs> you, this is the same shit with fucking club promoters. I don't know promoters. Every other time, straight. I know no promoters. I know bouncers. Okay, he knows bouncers. Oh, God, God forbid. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know I the writers of the Disney movie. I didn't need a promoter to get in anywhere. I, I just would. My friends would know some of the bouncers. Of course, he doesn't know the animators. He just knows the characters themselves. No, okay, ladies the and gentlemen, are, are like the sleaziest. Okay, listen to me. Do I know Tim Allen himself? No, but I do know the Pixar lamp, so I'll get us into Toy Story. Do <laughs> no. not worry, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. No, the club promoters, I don't even know what their role would be in a movie. There would be like the, the marketing guys that are like trying to get the hype for the movie. They're <laughs> okay. like the Facebook ads. They're like the Instagram ads. <laughs> they're not. They're, I mean, I wish them well. They're they're struggling. I'm sure they're struggling right now. too. Yes, please, Good thing. Please. Every single person who's a club promoter has at least 10 streams of income. <laughs> but I would imagine even in a pandemic, eight of them have been shut down. Let's just be honest. Thoughts and prayers for all club promoters that are out there right now. Yeah. OK. Thoughts and prayers, right? Everyone's saying the frontline workers. Yeah, everyone's I saying know. fucking. Everyone's saying essential workers. What about club promoters? You know, yeah, I we know definitely some of the news. people that listen to this podcast have promoters. Because if you've been in New York for a certain period of time, you probably have a promoter. Maybe you just reach out. Make sure that they're. You reach out if your promoter isn't a creep and hasn't. A hundred percent. Make sure they're not doing... you. But yes. if you have like a nice one, reach out and be like, hey, I hope I'm thinking of you in these times. Thinking of you. I hope I hope that you have someone to, that you could do coke with, you know, yeah. make, make sure that they're OK. Be like, are, 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 are you alone for the holidays? Because I know that's a standard for your type of person. <laughs> so that summer I went to Disney and then after that, I went to Mexico with my cousin. My oh, go- nice. I have a godfather, right? OK, I have a godfather. Of course. Phenomenal. He makes me call him Godfather Blank, right? I'm not going to say his name. No he, way. Yeah, he, he makes my whole family call him Godfather Blank. Oh, he's a psychopath. I'm sorry. <laughs> At what age did you realize he was? He went from being cool to be like, oh, he's crazy. <laughs> I realized he was crazy by how tightly he held my neck as he lectured me for hours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was when. Yeah, he would get really close to my ear and he whisper in my ear and squeeze. And I'll tell you this, he didn't have strong fingers, but the last joint on his fingers was the strongest <laughs> I've ever seen. It wasn't even like the whole finger. His last, like the little end nub was, ooh, that would dig deep into your shoulders and you would be stuck there talking for hours, right? And not talking because he was hard of hearing. So he would just lecture you. Was he related to you or he was, yes, he's he was brought from outside? The, sometimes godfathers are not always related. He's to you. blood. Blood. 
blood. <laughs> that's always a funny term, right? <laughs> that's always so a he funny took term. you to Mexico. He took he had a timeshare in Mexico. So I went with my cousin and um, it was I, it was all inclusive spot. And I remember I must have been 15 or 16. I forget if I was 15 or 16. And that was the first place I did go. Um, in Mexico, in Mexico with your godfather, with my godfather on a fucking family vacation. Did he, he was present while you did it? No, you no. and your cousin. No, not even. Okay, oh, you snuck <laughs> off by yourself. This is bad. All right, okay, take me to church. <laughs> that should the name of the podcast should have been "Take Me to Church" with all the stories. I, I know <laughs> it should have been called "A Lot About Nothing." It should have been "Take Me to Church," right? I remember it was so oh, please forgive me, Lord. We were going to strip clubs, okay? <laughs> it's 15. We're in Mexico. We would get hammered at the fucking senior frogs. We would drink fucking yard long, long island iced teas. I would be 15 years old, hammered. I was eating meat off of swords. I was living, I thought this is how, how kings lived, okay? I was eating, I, I was flipping my car was always green because I was always having more meat on sword. Okay, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah. Slamming tequila shots, 15 years old, spending all day in the sun, right? Buying cigarettes from fucking candy machines, right? It was fucking wild times down there, right? And so they were like, hey, you could go to strip clubs at this age. And so me and my older cousin, we went to the strip club. Beautiful, beautiful. I remember, I remember, barely remember going there. And this woman comes up to me. And she's like, hey, do you want to come upstairs and get a dance? 15 years old. I go, yes. Yes, I'll go get a dance. <laughs> i go upstairs. Did you know it costs money? Yeah, I knew it costs money, right? I wasn't that fucking dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I the first time in the strip club, people are like, oh, she likes me. No, no, no. She, I wasn't that dumb, right? So we go upstairs. Yeah. And um, this was also the same trip. I remember we were at a club and I went up to a woman who was sitting down. I go, I would like to dance with you. Would you like to dance with me? And she just looked at me. And she went, no, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, there was a little that bit. Was your move? That, no, because I've never like I was at an age where I was never in a club and had to ask a girl to dance or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So there was a little innocent. So you're not wrong. So we go up to the um, we go up to the private rooms, right? And she's grinding on me, yada, yada, right? I'm 15. I'm like, holy hell, this is phenomenal, right? I get a knock on the door. They go, and, and also one, the woman goes, I'll fuck you for 100, 100 bucks. I go, no, 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 no. I got a knock on the door. It's, it's two guys. I go, hey, hey. They go, your time's up. They go, do you want another one? I go, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll take one more. And they go, they go, do you want a little Coke? And in my head, I remember there was kids in my high school that did coke at this point. And I remember hearing in my head, like one, there was some crazy statistic we learned in there, like one in a thousand kids that do coke dies and instantly when they do it, which isn't true. Yeah, yeah. Which is not true. I'm just like, I'm not saying people should do it, but it is not true. One in a thousand people would die because the world would be a much more pleasant place. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying people that do coke are shitty, but if there was one in a thousand people that didn't do coke in this world, Man, it would be a little bit calmer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Right? So, and I remember thinking, I go, one in a thousand. All, all this is going through my head. I go, one in a thousand people die of cocaine. I go, That's the con. What was the pro? I go, but if I die in Mexico doing coke off a stripper at 15 years old, <laughs> I will be the coolest kid that ever went to a specialized high school in all of New York City. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. <laughs> I said, 
you tell me Stuyvesant, Brooklyn Tech, Manhattan, fucking Bronx science, right? You tell me who would have been cooler than me. They would have stacked. They would have showed. All right, we're going through Timothy Chalamet. This is the year 2080, and we're going through who are the coolest people ever to go. Yeah, Timothy yes! Chalamet. He started how many movies? Probably uh-huh. had sex with over a thousand women. I yes! saw a joke. Somebody was like, "Yeah, if you want to get the vaccine now, give it to Timothy Chalamet because of course, up with so many people. That's beautiful. Yeah. Who didn't Bob, Rob De Niro go to LaGuardia? But the LaGuardia is different because mine was uh, it's specialized uh, though. Yes, it's specialized. It's specialized, right? So, I mean, you still might have all these people beat, I think. I think I would have had them beat. In my head, I go, I go, I would be the coolest kid that ever went to my high school. Definitely. So I go. It's worth one in a thousand. It's worth the one in a thousand swing. Was it even good Coke? Did you like immediately? Who knows, bro? All I know is she bent over and I fucking railed it off her fucking butt cheek. (laughs) At 15 years old. alone. Didn't even even have it. You weren't with anybody. Yeah, you were alone. I was alone. No learner's learner's permit. Nothing. Just alone. I did it. I got all riled up. She's like, do you want to hook up? I said, no. I went in the bathroom and I jerked off in the bathroom in Mexico at 15 years old. All yacked off my ass. Okay. Take me to church. You jerked off in a lot of bathrooms. I've jerked off in a lot of public bathrooms. Okay. Okay. Oh, we could not have been more different. I went on, me and my cousin, we went on two all-inclusive vacations. One when we were 16, one when we were 17. The one we were 16, I don't even think we drank. And the one where we were (laughs) 17, we maybe got a little drunk a few times. We would go, yeah. We would would hook up with girls or talk to girls on these little trips. But We were different. We We were were very different. I wasn't, yeah, I didn't drink in high school. I don't envy that boy. No, no, I'm not proud. I just want to let everyone know. I'm not proud of that boy. But am I going to use that boy to, to tell funny stories? Absolutely, <laughs> right? Absolutely, I'm going to tell those stories because that was, it's my life. <laughs> it's mine to share it. Bon Jovi. I'm going to speak like I don't have parents. <laughs> right? Because we have to. I have to share those stories. And I don't think it made me a better person. But I'll tell you this, it made me more empathetic towards people. Yeah. Because I could look at someone, I go, I understand what fucking up is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I, I see somebody, I go, I and understand. Sometimes you do have to fuck up to really, or yes. deal with some fucked up things to kind of have empathy for. Because some, some people's lives, they go way too perfect. I, I haven't, my life hasn't been a fucking cakewalk. I know people have it worse. No, and for I, sure. But I've fucked up a bunch. Yeah, it's more personal. Yeah, it's not even. It's not even. Yeah, yeah. It's just you personally have fucked up. And when you person, there's some humility that comes with like getting to a low place. And that's why that's why when I do improv, I would be like, what the fuck is everyone freaking out so much? Because this person was on a team for two years. Yeah. (laughs) Who cares? I could see that. Yeah. The the stakes. Yeah. It's hard to get. Invested in the stakes. I I wish I wasn't the kid that was 15 years old being like, this is a good life choice for me to snore coke off this person. I wish it wasn't. I wish even at 13 to be sneaking into bathrooms to jerk off while watching movies. There was a devil inside of me. 
there's a devil. And I've worked so fucking hard to get this devil out of me, right? I worked so fucking hard. And, and I've literally, I, I, I stopped doing drugs. I stopped fucking around. Uh, I never fucked around. So let's be honest. Uh, the fucking, uh, my fat boy shit got in the way of that. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I stopped like fucking being reckless with myself. And I worked hard and hard and hard. And finally I go, fuck, life is getting a little better for me, right? I feel good about myself. I'm hot, right? I feel good. I'm funny. Oh, shit. Everything's happening. Boom. The world shuts down. Okay. And now I am. <laughs> and just then we have to sit to... and watch the people who literally let the devil. I too, like we all have to deal with the devil inside of us to some yes. degree. And you like get to a place where you kind of realize what? Yeah, that that exists in you and you have to either work through it or whatever. And but I've then been we're sitting around. It. Yeah, during this pandemic, Watching. and everyone on TV just lets their devil run fucking wild. Everyone just lets Trump's them devil run is wild. He, he's become one at this point. I th I think it's too late for him to address the devil inside of him. He's already done way too much damage. And then my uh, then my other trip is I went to environmentalist camp where I learned all about nature, and then following that I went to Boy State where we learned how to how to build a government. Okay, so I had a summer. I was that was my best summer ever because I got a fucking sampler platter of what life could be. Okay, and what you we hope this summer will be, and this summer is going to be an even better summer, and we will see all you thotty bodies out there this summer. Keep your head down this January. We'll make it through together. We're coming for you, Summer. Robbie, do we have any calls? Yeah, let's do it. So, um, I just needed to get something off my chest. Uh, you guys talked about this a while back. You mentioned guys that you knew um, that thought it was gay to watch, like, the Carmella uh, scenes on The Sopranos. And it reminded me, I haven't thought about it in a long time, um, but it reminded me how I once dated a guy who wouldn't go down on me <laughs> he thought it was he thought eating pussy was like gross and dirty but he did ask if he could eat my ass <laughs> i was like i i still i just i still just don't understand it um so yeah i guess if i had to get loud about something it would be eat pussy. It's good for you. Um, oh, and the best part is he was from Staten Island. <gasps> this was funny. so fun. This was very funny. Okay. First off, first off, I did know guys like this. That, that wouldn't was, go down on women. That wouldn't go down on was women. Was it DJ Khaled and Junior Soprano? <laughs> oh, Junior Soprano would go down, but he wouldn't want people to know. I think we at my generation was this this whole like it's not cool to go that that was completely meant i think by that time like rap music like i'm not yeah. things made it popular or i don't think i think maybe there was a generation that that happened and it was looked like not masculine to do that but i mean we know you publicly said that i you you go down on women for hours and, and receive no <laughs> results Robbie going down problem. on a woman is like playing a claw machine, you know? <laughs> She's just wasting time, okay? <laughs> Ladies, so no, if you like if you like claw machines, let Robbie no, go down no, on you, no, okay? No, no, You'll never end up no. with a fucking gushy uh, uh, no. a plush at the end of whoa, it, okay, whoa, bro? Whoa. That's not true. That's not You'll true. never end up with None anything. of this is true. I this think is the true. first time we told the story, it was a little exaggerated. Okay, uh, okay. For comedic is, effect. Yeah, I think it was exaggerated <laughs> in the other direction, bro. Okay. I think that 
I have no issue. I I agree with her call. I, I agree no with issues. her call too. I think it's uh, I think it's, it's wild. nice to. Yeah, especially if yeah. you like the person and it's like a 100%. collaborative effort. You want everybody wants to get taken care of, so to not take care of everybody is very selfish. I it's nice to ask what do you like. Of course, you ask what they like. <laughs> yeah, you. It's like taking someone to a restaurant and being like, "I'm gonna eat this." And then you could feed me my food. You know what I mean? How <laughs> selfish are we? Yeah. Right? It's crazy. Robbie, here's the question. Here's the question that's on everyone's minds. Do you eat ass? Not really. Ever. I probably have before. I did once. I, I have a bunch, uh, but I did <laughs> once. I did a bunch. Okay, whatever. It is what it is. What are you going to do? Okay. Right? I think maybe sometimes a little if I'm doing, if I'm down there, I'll like fuck around a little bit, but not, I wouldn't be like, I don't, I don't like love it that much. I don't, I'm indifferent to it. You're indifferent. Yeah. I'm not opposed. If somebody like, yeah, if I was like, what do you like? And they were like, I like this. I'd be like, all right. This is nice. You know what? When, when someone tells you what they like, there's nothing more sexual than like, someone eat going, my ass, baby. And somebody would be like, yeah. You want me to eat your ass? Okay. <laughs> you sound so funny. I'll tell you, the first time I ate ass, I'll tell you this, okay? It was in college, right? Because that's where dreams are made, right? Um, yes. Thank you. I'm happy we took out loans so I could eat ass. Uh, so, <laughs> and thousands of dollars in debt, but I have an ass eating story, so it's all worth it for the pod, right? So this this girl came over and we hooked up. I remember I was going down on her because I'm a gentleman, right? Um, also, it's I don't phenomenal. know if you're a gentleman. It's just like, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean it's it's good, right? It's good to do that. It's weird I, that it's chivalrous for like a man to go down on a woman. It's not chivalrous for a woman to go down. Like guys kind of expect That's it. where we disagree. I always. I, you do. I, I mean, society doesn't view it as chivalrous. I, I, everyone appreciates it. I, not everyone, I, but. Me and you, we're good guys. We we tipped. Where do you see the tiptoes <laughs> that we're dancing around this subject? <laughs> I would say this. I always am like, wow, this is a uh, this is a phenomenal. I, yeah, I don't this think is, society views it as chivalrous. No, no, uh, is what I was saying. But you, of course, of course, Anyways, I do. you're in college, going down. I'm going down. Eat ass. and and then I eat her ass, and she leaves. She leaves the next morning. You know, it was great. It was phenomenal. We both had fun. She leaves the next morning and my friends are like, yo, I can't believe you hooked up last night. I go, yeah, yeah, it was fun. I'm lying in bed. They're all, you know, in college when kids would like come into your bedroom yeah, and yeah. still be in bed, you know, they, it was talk, very, they want to talk about it. Yeah. They, they want to like chit chat about it. I'm in bed. And I had, um, I had like uh, bed sheets with like thin black horizontal stripes. I go, yeah, it was crazy. I'm in my underwear and I get out of bed and all my friends go, oh, fuck. And this is after I told them my eight ass, right? Like, oh, fuck. And I get out of bed and there was a huge vertical line down the back of my bed, which was a streak mark from the girl. Shit stain. <laughs> she put a shit stain on my bed because and I ate the ass of a shit stain. <laughs> I ate a shit stain no ass. Bro. I ate a shit stain ass. And my boys were there for proof. And it was almost so funny. She almost made a tic-tac-toe board on my fucking bed oh, with her fucking because, because it was horizontal. Yeah. It was horizontal and one fat-ass vertical line. And I, I guess know that's something her. maybe more, if I was in a relationship, I'd be more likely to do. I also haven't hooked up with that many people. 
I haven't slept with a lot of people. I know it's you make it sound like I'm this fucking jiggle, no. but I really haven't slept with a lot of people at all. Neither have I. Neither have I. That is very funny. That you... Yeah, so so there was a fucking and I remember I never I never my friends joked about you take about a break? Left. What did I take a break from her? From eating ass after that. I took a 10 year break. You took a 10 year I took a 10 year break. That was enough ass. to turn you off for 10 years. I'll tell you this. You're you followed your own rule at that point. Eight years it was off the resume. Eight years, it was off the resume and it went back on. I said, if I want to say I'm a person that these ass, I got to try it again. Okay. Yeah. And I, I will say this. It's if they like it, it's fun. Yeah. I, I think all that stuff, if the person likes it, that's what you're. That's the goal is that everybody is liking it and it yes. feels nice. And every that's like the whole that's like the beauty in yeah, sexual. I don't know what to call them interactions yes thank you finish your sentence i want to make sure that you finish your sentence well that's nice so i'm happy i'm sorry he's from staten island i'm sorry he's from staten island i can promise you this he's not from my family no okay because i think canelli in italian means uh either either the ass okay bro (laughs) i think if we're looking he's just he has to deal you it's better off that you're not with he obviously has some weird issues with his own shit that he needs to work out before he's dateable anyways yeah fuck that thank you for calling i just want you to know you should not feel weird i'm happy you moved on fuck that loser uh, you're hot you deserve fucking somebody going down on you right if that's what you like that's what you deserve right um keep calling too we, we like yeah the world is sad so we could we love to hear your stories we love to hear what you guys want to get loud about this is the hardest month so we want this is the hardest month we want to be there for you guys it's also nice to we me and sebastian are pretty locked down yes <laughs> so we t- need you we need I don't you know guys. How to say this to you guys I need we love you. you guys yeah we like hearing from you it makes us happy the reviews keep sending in reviews keep telling your friends I mean, we also, yeah, we need you. We look forward to seeing you. We look forward. It's honestly, do, having to do the podcast is so beautiful. Please keep fucking telling us. Write in five for reviews. We'll hit you up with the fucking reading it on the pod. Keep DMing us. Let us know what you, what you want to get loud about. We'll fucking get loud about it. The stupider, the better. Okay, fucking tell your friends. We're fucking doing it. We're hot. We're fucking smoke shows. It's going to be a cold winter, but summer comes along and it's going to be hot as fuck, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, hit the music, Robbie.